fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Water. Remember this. No matter where you find yourself in life, determine to grow. Whether small or great, whether little or much, determine to grow. That's what makes life exciting and interesting. At whatever station you find yourself in life, determine to grow. Do you feel you are far from your goal? Do you feel that you are tired, weary, you can't go on? Keep on growing. You will outgrow it. Do you feel you have arrived, satisfied, smuggy about life? Do you think there's nothing else to accomplish? Mm. That's deadly. Determined to grow. In whatever situation, circumstance, condition, environment, determined to grow. That's what makes you human. Oh, why did I say that? Remember, when God made man in the beginning, male and female, he made them. And verse 28, Genesis 1 says, and God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful, multiply. See, those two words are the languages of growth. You can't be fruitful if you don't grow. You can't multiply if you don't grow. Growth will afford you the opportunity of fruitfulness and multiplication. So, to grow is essentially human. Say that one more time. To grow is essentially human. We were designed to grow be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. And we are restored in Christ Jesus. We are given a new beginning, new authority, new personality, new strength, new life in Christ Jesus. So we are double designed as his workmanship now, created in Christ Jesus, to do these good works. And good works can never manifest without growth. All of us know Peter. When you read through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you laugh at Peter. Peter was kind of a clumsy apostle. Say things, do things, act such a way that you wonder what kind of person is this? But in all his absurdity and clumsiness, Peter grew. He grew to become the foremost apostle. Yeah, he had these altercations with Jesus. But he grew. And Jesus challenged him to grow. And you know, Peter wrote two epistles in the Bible, two letters to the church. And second letter, the last thing he said, the last verse, the last chapter, second Peter 3, verse 18. Guess what he said? He said, but grow in the grace 
and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now forevermore. Amen. And he dropped his pen. Then I take ten again. The last word from Peter to the church is grow. 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 You know when you talk about growth, growth is interesting. If something is growing, what happens is that it comes out of itself to become bigger. It's, I mean, when the child is growing, it's same child, but it's getting larger and getting more complex and more developed. Stones don't grow. A refuge dump may grow, but there's nothing living in it. In the sense of <clears throat> excuse me, being alive itself. So growth is interesting. Growth is from inside out. And Peter said, grow in what? He mentioned two dimensions. Grow in grace and grow in knowledge. If you look at human, our greatest growth takes place in resources and information. As we are growth is, we become more resourceful. We have more resources to live by, to be nourished by, and then we become more informed, better informed, and become advanced in our information and our understanding and comprehension. So, if you grow in, you see, it's growing grace, divine resources, and growing knowledge, divine information, divine understanding. These two are so important and critical in your growth. So, determined to grow, so I'll say like this, determined to grow in grace, knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's talk about grace for a few minutes so you know what to grow in. First of all, what is grace? You know, we usually say grace. Grace when we eat, grace when we close service. And uh, Paul told us what grace is. Chapter 8, verse 9, 7 Corinthians, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake, he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. So grace is Christ's resources made available to us. Mm-mm. Remember those days we used to say grace is G-R-A-C-E God's resources at Christ's expense. Mm. So if you're going to grow, you're going to grow in grace. You're going to grow in Christ's resources or God's resources at Christ's expense. Jesus had it all but he gave it up for you so you could have it all. Wow. So, so you, you need to harness these resources this riches and this richness of Christ. You need to imbibe it. No wonder Paul told Timothy, be strong in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take hold of his resources. Look around you. The air you breathe. The ground you walk on. The beautiful vegetation around you. You didn't pay for it. It's free. It's all around us. As we call that one natural grace in manifestation. But beyond that, there's supernatural grace that has come to our lives because of Jesus. And he said, come to that grace. 
what would that grace, what, how God turned that grace to you? Listen to this chapter 9, verse 8, 7 Corinthians. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound, may have an abundance for every good work. Whoa. So the growing grace means that God begins to abound to you in his grace. You begin to have always having all things, all sufficiency in all things. And we have an abundance for every good work. Sometimes I like the way the Yoruba language put it. Said you may have own bogbo. You know own bogbo. Nick bogbo. That's interesting. You know, just all all sufficiency in all things may abound to every all good works that's grace you need to increase in that you need to have that kind of sufficiency in all things at all times and abundance for helping lifting encouraging and bringing others up your life is so blessed and been a blessing you need to increase in that that's why Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, let's take a look there, verse 10. I was talking about grace there. He said, but by the grace of God, I am what I'm, I am. So if you grow in grace, you begin to define your life by Christ's resources. Stop defining your life by art shortages and by these global troubles. Start defining your life by your sources in Christ. No wonder Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. But I labor more abundantly than all, than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. So, the grace of God will help you be and help you do. The grace of God will help you be who you are. And the grace of God will help you do what you need to do and labor more abundantly. So tap into grace. Grow in grace. Understand. Grow in grace. 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 Get into the word of God. See promises of God. See what it made available. Like Peter said, His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Any struggle of lack in your life is not a problem of deposit. It's a problem of withdrawal. Christ has deposited everything you will ever need for now and eternity. So it's not a problem of deposit. It's not a problem of withdrawal. It's you not tapping into it. It's already there. It's already available. You are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. But now, you're going to have to grow in the awareness of these resources and use them tangibly, forcefully, and beautifully. So, Peter said, grow in grace. Next one, he said, grow in the knowledge. Grow in the knowledge. Jesus said, if you continue my word, you shall know the truth. The truth will make you free. That's the beauty of knowledge. How do you get knowledge? You continue in the words of Jesus. You spend time in the word of Jesus. Start to grow knowledge of God. The kind of knowledge you need. Grow in knowledge. 
growing divine information and understanding. He said, if you continue my word, you shall know the truth. You become familiar with the truth. You become acquainted with the truth. You become in union with the truth. You come to know reality, real reality, divine reality. The original reality that God has for men, not these shadows around us we see. Not this all make-believe around us. It's truth of your salvation, the truth of God's goodness, the truth of your change, the truth of your blessing, the truth of your victory, the truth of your marriage, the truth of your finances. And then he said, and the truth will make you free. Whoa. So freedom is the result of knowledge. Cramming, just knowing is not the result of knowledge. If you really have knowledge, you experience true freedom. You're free, like bird in the sky, flying where you want to fly to. So grow in grace, grow in knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you do this, you will not stay stagnant and still, but you keep on advancing more and more in knowledge of God. Thank you for listening.